This is the Cubicle Renegade Podcast, session number 20. Hindsight is 2020. Let's toast to the past, but here's to the future. Time to split this money, money. Welcome to the Cubicle Renegade Podcast, where unfulfilled desk jockeys become fearless entrepreneurs. Learn from corporate escapees and world changers who are successfully building businesses that matter. Here's your host, Caleb Wojcik. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me here on another episode of the Cubicle Renegade Podcast. Today is episode 20. Couldn't resist wrapping a little bit of dilated people's... Sorry. Today I'm joined by Andy Traub, who is the author of Early to Rise. In this interview, we talk about how we use this book that he self-published to help pay off over $20,000 in debt and really, you know, turn his financial life around just by self-publishing a book about a very, very specific topic. We go into what he did pre-launch to build up buzz, how he actually sold so many, and a lot of insights if you're looking to sell your own book. So let's dive right into this interview. Hey everyone, today I'm joined by Andy Traub, who's the host of the Unofficial Lynchpin podcast and is the author of The Early to Rise Experience, which is a book about how to learn to wake up early in 30 days. So thanks for joining me today, Andy. My pleasure. So you were recently on the Dave Ramsey show to share your journey towards becoming debt-free. And I think that that's a good place for people to hear a little bit about who you are. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that journey? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I only did it in eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a total brag. No, I mean, it took forever. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny because even, even in my excitement, you know, I'll, I'll listen uh, you know, I'll pop and I'll see, I'll see Dave post something on Twitter. Or mm-hmm. I'll turn on their show and it's like the Johnson family paid off $300,000 in, you know, six months. And I'm like, what, what the heck? <laughs> you know, but yeah. people, and I'm like, my, my, my story was not interesting because of the amount I paid off over a certain amount of time. A lot of people are like, how'd that dude get on the show? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what was interesting about our story, it's not just mine, it's my wife and my kid's story. What's interesting about our story is that we did not have a spending problem. A lot of people who say that have a spending problem, but really we did not, Caleb, we did not have a spending problem. Mm-hmm. We had an income problem. And, you know, the problem with being self-employed is sometimes your boss sucks and you're your boss. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, you know, sometimes your boss is an idiot and he's going to get his act together and that's you, you know? So uh, I, I had, I had, we had an income problem and that was dad's fault because my wife um, stays home with our kids and does an amazing job. And so I needed to find a way to make more money. And so with the encouragement of Dan Miller from 40 Days to Work You Love and No More Mondays and Dave Ramsey and his Entree Leadership book and John Acuff and his writing and Jeff Goins, uh, who's at GoinsWriter.com, all these people are sort of in my circle of influence. Um, they encouraged me to go out there and uh, make make a book. And I mm-hmm. did. And um, about 4,500 people have purchased it, which helped us get debt free. So that's the interesting part of our story is that, you know, this Kindle book basically made us debt free. Mm-hmm. And so when did you start even thinking about this? Where'd you get the idea and how long from start to completion? Oh, the, did it take the you? book? Yes. Um, you know, last, um, at the end of last summer, um, well, I host a, I host a podcast for Andy Andrews, who's this amazing author. You can find him at andyandrews.com and, and uh, he has like sold like literally like 12 million books. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so he's become a friend. And, and as I've hosted his show, at one point I was reading uh, through one of his books, which is called Mastering the Seven Decisions. And, um, and w- there's a little breakaway paragraph that talks about getting up early. 
And I thought, well, that's a really good idea. And I should, I should, um, we should create 30 days of email and just have people sign up and they'll get an email every day and they'll be encouraged to get up early and read the email. And so their team was like, well, that sounds like a neat idea, Andy. Why don't you do that? <laughs> like, we're not going to do it. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So I went ahead and did it. And, um, and it was neat. We had like 600 people sign up in mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. And after that, we didn't get a whole lot of people. But um, then uh, I was going to this course called Tribe Writers that my friend Jeff Goins uh, puts on and he basically teaches people how to get an audience for their writing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was really frustrated because I'm like, I'm helping teach this course because I was like facilitating the phone calls. Uh, and like, I haven't written a book. Like, who, who am I? What am I talking about? I, I need to write a book. And I was like, but I don't, I'm impatient. I don't want to like write mm-hmm. a whole book. Mm-hmm. So I sort of cheated. I took these 30 days of email that I wrote and I was like, I'll make these into a book. <laughs> so I went through and I edited them very heavily, added to a bunch to them. So basically sort of each day is a passage, you know, 400 to 800 words. You can read it in five, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then as a little action point. And then I wrote sort of 20 to 30 pages to start the book, compiled those, recorded the audio, and then I released it as a Kindle book. So that's really interesting. You took something you'd already done that you made $0 from and just... <laughs> You repackaged it, really. You repackaged it, you branded it, you launched it, and you ended up selling, what you said, 4,500 copies so far? Yeah, I'd say in the first 100 days, I made Mm -hmm. $20,000. And if anyone's going, like, he says that kind of casually, not casual to me. Like, Mm -hmm. $20,000 is in the lot of money category. (laughs) You you know, for me, it's not like, yeah, and I made 20K on that deal with the, uh, you know, the real estate. No, like... You know, the real estate I own. Like life-changing money. It, yeah, that's like that would be on the redonkulous amount. You know, like, is that a little or a lot? And I'm like, that's more on the redonkulous. <laughs> and no, I don't know how to spell it. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that's a lot of money. I actually you know, used like, that word yesterday. So I know exactly you? what okay, it means. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad we're speaking <laughs> the same language. We're, we're, we're from the same neighborhood. <laughs> so so you, you wrote this series. You decided you were going to publish it. Um, and I was lucky enough to hear it before you launched it. I don't even know where I heard of it from, but probably a retweet or something like that. But I got on your list and you you actually shared the book for free with people before you launched it. Is that right? Yeah, like no limits. Like here's the whole book. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I had people contact me two months after the book launched and they were on that, or at least they said they were on the early mm-hmm. launch team or whatever. And they're like, hey, that link you gave me doesn't work. And I was like, yeah, because I shut it off because mm-hmm. I figured people should go buy the book now. But two months later, like, can I get my free copy? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's fine. Just taking money out of my kids' hands. So it's <laughs> uh, but, uh, but do you think no, that yeah, kind so, of thing helped it grow? Like oh, helps absolutely. your list continually like, I'm, grow? I'm, I'm building um, something called the self-publishing system.com. So mm-hmm. the self-publishing system.com. And it's about how I publish my book because what I figured out was you can't lose by being too generous. Like everything in us is like, oh, don't give that away. Don't. It's sort of like tithing. You know, like mm-hmm. it does not make sense that if you don't have enough money, you should give away 10%. Right. But like God's economy is, he says, you know, I challenge you in this. Like give ten percent and I will take care of you, right? Mm-hmm. And so that that the economic scale of generosity, it doesn't it it's not a math equation, right? It it it's math backwards, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's like cliche math. You're like that shouldn't work, but it does, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we, you know, to to start, I just said if you sign up, I will give you the book for free, no limits. Now I didn't say I was going to give you a book without typos. 
I didn't say I was going to give you the best written work in the world. So did you kind you of crowdsource your editing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And here's what's sad. It's like this is how like horrible my ego is uh, or fragile, I should say, is that I was like I would literally send it out and say like here it is. And I knew, Caleb, I knew there was like all kinds of errors in it. Mm-hmm. Like I, if you ask me, Andy, what do you think the likelihood is that there are errors in your book? I'd be like a thousand bazillion percent. <laughs> Right. Like how many? And I'm like about a thousand bazillion errors. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but people would send me and they're like, Hey, did you know, like there's like 74 errors on this page, you know? <laughs> and my ego would be like, yeah, I guess I'm, oh, I'm such a horrible, da, da, da. but like I knew it going out, but it's still hard to hear it. Right. But they had like helped me edit it for free. Now I didn't end up paying an editor and I'm having it re-edited again mm-hmm. right now, actually, as we speak to make it sound slightly more intelligent, but people <laughs> like the book because it's like, it just sounds like you talking. And I'm like, I don't know how else to write, mm-hmm. you know, like, like when people wrote the King James version, they talked that way. God bless them. I don't know how they talked that yeah, way, I don't know but like, you know, like I don't use the word thou in the book that much. No, I don't use it at all. But <laughs> um, yeah, I write how I talk because I don't know how else to write, you know? I feel like an idiot even saying that sentence, but it's like, you know, I, I talk how I write and I write how I talk and people like the sort of conversational smart alecky tone of, of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, because I write about failing to get up early, you know, like, Hey, on day 15, uh, that was, that was the 11th day in a row that I didn't get up early, <laughs> right. you know, for my own personal challenge. So I'm not like this guru of getting up early. And what's funny is you write the book about getting up early and everyone thinks you get up early every day. Mm-hmm. Like even my mom's like, what are you doing up so late? Don't you have to get up early? Like she'll say that to me all the time. Like, well, like, you know, we're like you're required to now or something. You know? And I'm like, I am not like the poster child for early to rise, but maybe I am. And so but the point of the book is not to get up early every single day of the rest of your life. It's not like that. Like I know a lady, Caleb, and her getting up early time, I kid you not, was noon. And she did not work the night shift. Her situation was that she was on full disability. She could not work because of her physical condition. And she hated her life. And part of getting better mentally was, and by going through the book, and this is amazing, is she said, I'm going to get up at noon because what I usually do is I usually stay up as late as I can and I fall asleep from the TV and I sleep as late as I can, which is usually one or two or three in the afternoon. And I stay up for 12 or 14 hours and I try to sleep, you know, like she was on this horrible cycle. So it's not about what's, what time should I get up. I don't care what time you get up. The goal of the book is to do something different. If you want a different kind of life, you have to do different things. Mm-hmm. And I have simply found that getting up early is a, is a linchpin. It's a, it's a cornerstone habit that if you can do that, then your life will change. It will improve. No, and I like that it's not a specific time. Like you didn't call it get up at five or get up at six or something like that. <laughs> yes. And that, uh, then I could write the book, um, How to Cut Your Book Sales you know, <laughs> by 99%. Help people get up at, you know, yeah, that that's, you know, like I got up today at 545. No, no, it's better. Like 550, right? But I had a meeting at 630. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I got up at uh, five and it was like awesome. You know, like, so I feel like I'm sleeping in and I'm up at 550, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it's like, wow, how do you do that? You go to bed earlier. Welcome to, you know, I'm such a brainiac, you know, it doesn't take <laughs> Einstein to know, like you right. need a certain number of hours, you know, um, and it's not every day. I mean, some days I'm in bed at eight o'clock and I'm loving it. Like I love sleeping. It's awesome. I don't remember it, but I, I know I like it, you right. know, 
So it's not, I'm not anti-sleep. I'm not like hyper productivity guy. I just have three little kids and I want to control my own life. And I don't want to wake up with some kid pulling on me saying, daddy, where's your iPad? You know, like I want to wake up and drink coffee and read books and write books and chill. Mm -hmm. And I cannot do that unless I get up. And what advice do you have for someone that says they're not a morning person? Um, get up early. (laughs) I mean, what, I mean, the context of that statement is like saying, um, I'm not a northerner. Does that mean you're incapable of moving to the north? No, it just means you don't live in the north right now. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I'm not a southerner. Caleb, where do you live? San Diego. Okay. Now, so you're a west coast guy. Could you become an east coast guy? Yes, you would need Normally to I would to say the, no, but in this circumstance, right. this, now that you've you cornered could. me. <laughs> uh, Caleb, I'm going to pay you a million dollars to move to New York next year. Are you okay. suddenly an East Coast guy? Yeah. You know? And what I'm saying to entrepreneurs is, you know, if you're frustrated by anything in your life, whether it's your relationship with your spouse, your parenting, your business, your personal faith, you know, your health, then my challenge to you is perhaps what is keeping you from that thing that you want to change are is you and and the time that you need to make that change happens to be early in the morning mm-hmm. i mean you think about this if an idea uh and this is again this is replying to people say i'm not a morning person uh, let's just think of ideas as actual things like let's just say uh, an idea is a train and it goes by every morning at 7 a.m now, what happens if you need to get on the train and you wake up at 7.30? Your idea is gone, mm-hmm. right? And so what I'm saying is if you want to be more creative, if you want to be more excited about your day, if you want to learn more, if you want to have more peace and quiet in your life, if you want to be nicer to your family in the morning, then wake up before them, right? And you're like, well, that sounds hard. Okay, then I will include with the purchase of your book a six-pack of Suck It Up because (laughs) that's what it takes. Yeah, Like if you want to change your life, then change your habits. Mm -hmm. And I'm just telling you by changing this one, it will change your life. Now, let me make this very clear. I hate getting up early. I hate getting up early because my bed is more comfortable than being vertical, Mm -hmm. right? But I'll tell you what I love if I hate it to the to the tenth degree, I love being up early to the hundredth degree. Yeah, and that's actually almost word for word for this five star review of your book that I have in front of me. This person says, oh, "I hate this book because he starts with I hate this book because it destroys my excuses and makes me want to be awake early in the morning to get more done." He says, "I hate waking up early, but I love being up early." And Andy convinces me to get out of bed. Yeah, and it's listen if. You know, and, and, and I have three kids, very young, five, three, and then 20 months old. Okay. I have to, I'll call her two. I'll call her one soon because I hate saying 20 months old. But I have three very young kids. And my wife gave birth to those children. And you know what sucks? Giving birth to children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And, and yet, why do people do it? Why? Because the outcome is worth it. Mm-hmm. Right. If you ask my wife a thousand times, was it worth it? She would tell you a thousand and one times, yes. Right. And why? Because there's this time of pain, of discomfort that you and I will never be able to fathom. Thank you, Jesus. 
that we don't have to, mm-hmm. but is is it worth it? And I'm just challenging people find out if it's worth it. Like, is it hard? Yeah. Again, six pack of suck it up free with every purchase, right? Like it's hard. But if you want your business to thrive, if you want to be different, if you want to enjoy your days, listen, I guarantee you, Caleb, I guarantee you. And I've been doing this for well over a year now. I've never had a truly bad, you know, like throw it away. God, I hope I never have another one of those kind of days. I've never had a truly bad day. And I've had bad moments. I've had fights with my wife. I've mm-hmm. had, I've lost a business deal, yada, yada. I have never had a truly bad day when I woke up early because it's the difference between, you know, driving your day and being driven by your day. Mm-hmm. And we all know the difference. We know what it feels like to be out of control, to be yanked around by this, 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 and that, of that circumstance, that email, this, you know, whatever that might be. And you are in charge of your day, right? And I'm just saying you can have, you can be in charge of every day. And it starts by getting up early. Mm -hmm. And I think that one thing you talk about in the book is like the types of things you can do when you get up early. But I think that people almost know, oh, if I could just get up early, I would blank. It's like. Yeah. And it's not work more. That's the other thing. It's like, I, I don't want this to be a book where you, you read it and so, you know, hey, I, I went to the Early to Rise experience and now I get 60 hours of work in a, a, a week. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. Like, I don't want you to work more. Like, you can work on your job, but don't. Like, I love to read great business books in the morning. I love to, you know, I love to write in the morning, but I don't like to write blog posts in the morning. Like, I like to write more creative stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the bottom line is you can do whatever you want in the morning. I'm not going to be there you know, that's your time. But the point is, if you want your life to be different, then do different things. So that means getting up early and doing something different than you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because most people have that, I wish I was, or I wish I could. Well, it, it's not, I wish I could do that more. It's like, I wish I could do that at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, okay, do it at all. Do it. Start tomorrow, early in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and here's the great thing. There is very, very little temptation to like, check social media. And if you do, here's what's great. You update your feed. No one has updated any status because they're all so early. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, you could check your Facebook status and stay in the middle of the street and be totally safe. You know, (laughs) like you could check your Facebook status as you drive down the wrong side of the street because no one's going to hit you because no one's up at five in the morning. You know, don't do that, please. (laughs) But, but that's my point is it, it's like, why aren't other people up? Because most people are living normal lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want to live a normal life? Oh, you don't? Okay, then what are you going to do that's not normal? I'll tell you what's not normal, getting up at the crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. It's not. And that's why, you know, that's why it's got Buku reviews. That's why people are excited about it. We've got a Facebook group that's very, very active and people post every day. And, you know, I get emails from all over the world. It's ridiculous. It's awesome. It's great. I get all these kinds of emails about like, like this one, <laughs> this one guy from Australia. He sent me an email. It's like two weeks ago. And he's like, hey, Andy, you don't know who I am, but I'm one of your readers. And you put your email in the book and you said, you know, email us if we have a story. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to share the story. I live with my girlfriend. And, and so I was reading your book and I, and I got up and I was like making myself tea every morning. And one day she's like, where's my tea? You know, uh, or she said something like, why do you keep getting up early or something like that? So the next day he woke up and he brought her tea in bed. And she was like, what's wrong? 
<laughs> like he thought she was like setting him up to like you know some bad news or something yeah. she's she didn't know how to respond she didn't have a context for it he goes so we went from like fight literally fighting over who can get in the shower first because we're both dragging ourselves out of bed he goes now every morning i bring my girlfriend to bed and my advice was two things number one you need to get married number two <laughs> keep it up buddy way yeah. to go so that's the kind of stuff. I've, uh, th- I was talking to some ladies that we had a, kind of a church thing today. We're going through a book together uh, on Tuesdays at our church, the Catalyst Leader book. And I was talking to these ladies today, and and uh, they said, oh, I, I should, I should, because uh, they asked, what do you do? And I said, I write, and so-and-so. And they said, what would you write about? And said, oh, I need to do that. And um, they said, what, what, like, what's your, I said, my next book is about early to rise for moms. They said, oh, well, like, why do moms like it so much? And I said, well, it's actually the kids who like it. Because I've gotten emails, several emails from kids who said, from moms who say, my kid said, I like the early morning mom much more now, <laughs> which is kind of an ouch, but yeah. also pretty cool, you know? Yeah. And so going back to some some Amazon strategies, you got, yeah. you have uh, 160 reviews with an average of about five stars overall. I got some haters in there, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you even wrote about how the five star reviews aren't the ones that are worth it, but we don't need to talk about that right now. Um, so what were some of the strategies to get that many reviews in you know, the first four months of this book? Uh, PayPal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fiverr. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, right. Fiverr. Oh, goodness gracious. Fiverr. Um, anyway, so the, the strategy was that I gave away my book at the very beginning. And before I um, even published the book, I asked for people's feedback. I said, just give me a review, send it to me. And I gave them a Google form. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then when the book launched, and these people had to have read the book. Okay. And this, they were they were just sending it to me, okay. And I said, you know, I may use this publicly at some point, but just send them to me. Fill out this form. I don't care how long it is. Username, don't use your name, whatever. But so they sent me the review. And then when the book launched, I sent another email and I said, Hey, if you want to leave a review, that'd be great. If you've already written one, you know, here's your review. Mm-hmm. So they wrote it, and then I sent it back to them and I said, Here's the review you already wrote. You can just cut and paste. Because it's kind of a pain to go out there and write a review. Maybe you'll you know, find it again that. if you already wrote it and stuff. Right, like that. right, right. So I sort of took the responsibility of that. The other is at the very last, at the end of the book, Amazon says, hey, you know, go leave a review for this book. A lot of people are like, ah, no, I'm done. And I don't want to type on my Kindle or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot for one of the few last pages of the book. I say, you know, what's next? And the best thing you can do is, you know, tell a friend about the book. The next best thing you can do is go leave a review. And here's a link, mm-hmm. you know, and I put a link in the book. So um, that will direct to the Amazon page. So I asked for reviews. Mm-hmm. And I think the other part of it is you have to write a book that changes people's lives. And that sounds like a high calling, but, you know, I wrote a book about getting up early. If I can do it, anybody can do it, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I think you have to write a book and you have to be transparent and ask for it. And um, it's worked. I mean, you think about what is, um, you said 200 or 160 reviews. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Three and a half percent of my readers have left a review. Um, is that right? No, 0.03. Yeah, 0.03. So a third of 1%. You know, and that's like a lot of reviews. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, I, I think the biggest part of it is that launch to get a lot. But then after that, you know, keep the channel open. Mm-hmm. And why did you choose to include the audiobook version for free? Because um, audio is awesome. Mm-hmm as we can agree right now, because you're listening to my voice. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, 
uh, it's a value add that doesn't take that much work to add the value. Um, you know, when, when you and I go get a cup of coffee and it's a buck 70 and you know, they, they give you give them a five and they give you the, the, um, two bucks and then, or three bucks and then 30 cents. Mm-hmm. And you take that 30 cents and you slide into the tip cup. What does that do for that person? It gives them a little joy, mm-hmm. right? Like, and what is 30 cents to us? It's less crap in our pockets. That's where it is, right? Mm-hmm. So my point is it's a little bit of work that adds a huge value add. Like I hear much more feedback about the audio portion than I do anything else about the book. And specifically this book, because it's a challenge and then there's each day you kind of should be yeah, reading so the book day, instead of reading it straight day, through. Day yeah. one, yep, day one you turn, you, you go to that day and then, um, you know, it's got the title of the day. And then it's got a link to, you know, listen to the, listen to this day. And I read, I read that day with some inflection and kind of, you know, I go off script a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to make it more conversational. Like, Hey, good morning. It's Andy. And, you know, uh, versus chapter three, you know what I mean? <laughs> so instead yeah, of hiring so it, someone to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or hiring someone else to do it. You know, it's, it's me talking now the early to rise for mom's experience, the next version that's coming out. Uh, I have hired a woman to read each day. Um, because I'm not reading, you know, as a fellow mom, yeah. <laughs> you know, that didn't, didn't quite sound right. Yeah. You know, but yeah, the audio portion was big. And uh, what I did is the very first page of the book, when you opened it up, and this is the kind of stuff I talk about in my self-publishing system is what are the mechanics of this and why and, and how and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, uh, is that the very first page you open it up and so you have to test them on separate devices. But the first page you open up says, Hey, to get your bonuses, go here, put in your email address. And then when they go to that link and enter the email address in and the confirmation message includes a link to get their bonuses mm-hmm. and their bonuses is the audio edition, mm-hmm. you know, and, and frankly, some people don't understand that they'll buy the book and they'll say, I didn't, I didn't get the audio version. Where's the audio version. Mm-hmm. And I have to, as nicely as possible, say, open the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will tell you, you know? Um, so yeah. And there's some people that are like technologically, you know, inept and I have to just send a link to the audio version. Like mm-hmm. they don't, they don't know how to sign up for the email list and stuff like that. That's fine. But I'm prepared to send them just the audio version. And I use Dropbox for a lot of that. So I use a combination of a WordPress site with a pretty link, which is sort of a custom mm-hmm. URL pointing to a Dropbox file. And then I can track that and see how many people have clicked on it. So if you go to early to slash Amazon, then you would go to my Amazon page. And that's something else I did. And all my links in my book, I know how many people have clicked on it, how many times. Mm -hmm. So I know on day two of my book that, you know, 600 people have clicked on it a total of 712 times or whatever that Mm -hmm. might be. Mm -hmm. Because I built my book that way. And I can, I'm going to build my next book that way. And the reason that's important is one, you can just see the engagement. But two, if your any of your links are broken, you don't have to re-upload your book. You control your links through your website. Right. Um, again, it might sound sort of confusing because we're talking about versus showing it, but that's why I did self-publishing system because I want to teach people, you know, stop making boring books, and please, for the name of all that is good and holy, don't make me use a QR code. Okay, <laughs> like give me a link. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's what I did. I gave people, you know, live active links and. Uh, it's gone. It's gone well. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. 
And so one last question, do you have any either tools or books or something that are really helpful for building habits? I mean, I've used apps like Lyft or I've read the book, The Power of Habit. Do you have go-to ones that people approach you about wanting to go beyond just waking up early and build another habit that you recommend to people? I think that if I if I screamed at you, Caleb, and said, your show is horrible and the audio is pathetic and I want you to fix it and I will call you tomorrow, the likelihood of you, number one, not hating me and number two, doing anything about it are unlikely. I mean, they're, they're not very good odds, right? I mean, it's meaning you're not driven. And by the way, your, your audio sounds great. Thanks. Um, and I'm having a great time uh, and your show's good. But... Um, but the reality is people are, we like rewards. Like, guess what? You think your dog loves you? Stop feeding them. Homeboy's gone. Yeah. Right? Like they're there because you reward them. Right. Um, and so what I am trying to make very clear to people is if you want to build a habit, reward yourself. Like realize that your morning is a reward. So like go buy really good coffee. Oh, are you talking about $18 for a pound of coffee? Yes. It's for one month right? Or it's for two weeks, like reward yourself, like give yourself, like I, I think day two or three, I, I talk about buying slippers. I own a $70 pair of slippers, which sounds stupid. People are like, I wouldn't pay that much for shoes. And I wear them outside, Andy. Mm-hmm. But my question is, where are you most of the time? Because most of the time in my life, I'm at home. So why not be really comfortable at home? Why not when I wake up, put my feet into something really comfortable? So every morning when I wake up, I get a reward. Mm-hmm. Right. So you want to build a habit, reward yourself, Great. reward yourself I like that. So that's my advice is be nice to yourself. Don't like beat yourself into a reward. You'll, you'll quit, you know, reward yourself. Yeah. And I, I heard this on a different podcast. I think it was on back to work. Um, he was talking about his alarm and how typically you can name alarms like on your iPhone or something. And it's like, get out of bed or wake up now or something. And he just changed it to like, go have a cup of coffee. And it like yeah. switched his mindset that it was more of a reward to get out of bed five, 10, 15 minutes early than it was. Yeah, why annoy yourself to you get to up? to force yourself. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, perfect. Thank you very much for joining me today, Andy. Hey, man. It's been awesome. You have a great show. I love your interview style. Um, I'm going to call you at 530 tomorrow, <laughs> um, which is 330 your time. Yeah. So, so- that's really fair yeah <laughs> so your so your phone will be turned off but no dude seriously i appreciate you having me on give me a chance to talk about the early to rise book if there's any moms out there early to rise for moms is coming out next and and i'd like to do early to rise for entrepreneurs i think we just have a different mindset when we wake up mm-hmm. and sometimes that's good sometimes that's bad right but um that's i think the next version of the book that's going to come out so stay tuned for that and everything's at early to rise awesome thank you very much andy see you later thanks brother Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, hey, dude, that was fun. You did a great job. Thank you. Do you have a preferred publish date between, let me pull up Evernote and look at my schedule here. I think it's either June 19th or two weeks before that. So June 5th. Whatever works for you. Either one of those is fine. I mean, is the book for moms coming out anytime that's gonna around? That's going to be in now? August. Oh, August. Okay. So. so it'll be one of those two dates and I'll let you know exactly which one. Sweet, dude. Awesome. I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. I, uh, I'm an early morning person anyway, but I kind of got out of the habit after working from home for like a year and a half or so. 
Yeah. I got in the mindset of, oh, I'll just get up when I get up. But yeah, well, it, there's no boundaries and everything kind of connects to each other. Yeah. So yeah, you don't have any like specific reason to get up early. Yeah. You. Got me back on track. So it's very helpful. Sweet, dude. Awesome. Well, is there anything else I can do for you? No, but I want you to tell me if there's anything I can do for you ever. Okay. You got my contact information. So uh, shoot me an email if there's everything I can help with. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much. All right, man. God bless. Have All a right. great day. See you later. So I hope you enjoyed that interview with Andy. Pretty cool story. I love the purpose behind the book, like rising early. I've always been a morning person. I'm always pushing myself to get up earlier because that's when I do my best work. Like that's why like I can get so much done in a day is because I wake up early and I can do really focused stuff for that first few hours of the day. And then I still have, you know, eight or nine hours until dinner time or when I normally quit working. So I'd highly recommend his book. I've read through it. I've used the audio version each morning to remind myself why I'm getting up at, you know, 5.30 or 6 each morning. So definitely check out Andy's stuff. In the next episode, I'll be sitting down with Josh Kaufman, who's the author of The Personal MBA, which we'll talk about a little bit. We're also going to talk about his new book, which comes out soon called The First 20 Hours. So see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Pocket Changed Cubicle Renegade Podcast at www.pocketchanged.com. To read this episode's show notes or check out other sessions, head over to cubiclerenegade.com.